Welcome to Kickback with Chris, the martial arts podcast. Brought to you by www.mitmaster.com. Hi guys, and welcome to a one-off special episode of Kickback with Chris the Martial Arts Podcast. I say one-off special, I might do this again, we'll see how it goes. Um, sitting with me today is my son Casey, who has been training with me in martial arts now since, how old are we, about two, three? Yeah, three or two. Yeah? Um, he's never done anything like this before with the recordings, so... Uh, this is a new experience for him, and it's a new experience for me as well. And what we've been doing is we've been... I, I, well, I, usually, as you all know, we have a guest on uh, most weeks talking about industry stuff, you know, uh, general martial arts content. But I thought it would be nice to get uh, the perspective of classes, of training, of the industry from uh, from a child, from somebody who isn't privy or around all of the other sort of stuff that goes on within the industry. Um, you know, fresh eyes, so to speak. So... Um, you guys have very, very kindly been sending in questions over the last couple of weeks, uh, ready for today. Casey's not actually seen the questions, so he's kind of going into this a little bit blind. Um, what I've done is I've, I've actually printed off a list of all the names and all the people that have sent the questions in. Now, there may well be a, a little bit of repeating of some of the questions, but we can we can work around that, can't we, as it happens, as it comes up. So should we get straight into it? Yeah? yeah. Okay, so if you're going to move yourself forwards a little bit, dude, so we can hear you. And try and keep that chair. That's my old chair. For those of you that can hear, that's the, the that's the chair that you used to hear, the creaky chair. I've got I've upgraded mine now. I've got a new podcast chair. Because I'm a proper podcaster now, so I've got a proper chair. Not that anyone can see it because there's no video. But anyway, it doesn't creak when I move. So you've got my old creaky chair. Sorry, dude. So you're gonna have to sit still and not bounce around too much. So look, I just said sit still, dude. I was. Except for the fact you moved. This might be a bit of a running theme for this show, guys, just so you know. Right, anyway, let's get started with some questions. So, the first question comes from Bob. You know Bob that helps out in our classes? Okay, he's got a question. He says, his question says, um, what does your dad do when he's not in class? So, what do I do? You can be honest. You, you can say exactly what you want to do, just don't lie. Stuff. Stuff? <laughs> so, that's, that's your assessment you, you of do- me. Do normal stuff. I do normal stuff. Well, what's normal stuff? I think a lot of, as Bob actually says in this question, he says his kids think that I live at the gym. I mean, that's not far wrong. I don't live here, but I do spend a lot of time here, don't I? Yeah, you, you spend time at home. You spend <laughs> lots of time at home. I do. I do spend lots of time at home. Because I'm a good dad like that, aren't I? You're allowed to say that. It's all right. <laughs> What I will just say is, obviously, to start with, these first few questions, he's likely to be a bit shy because he's not done anything like this before. I think I might have to put a hand on your chair as well as so you stop spinning it around. Are you going to stop now? So, we'll go, on, go on, let's elaborate on that a little bit. Stuff. What, what stuff do I do? You do, like... <laughs> you have no idea, do you? No. Oh, this is making you think. This is making you think about all the things that I do for you at home as well. All right, so... Um, so the, the answer to Bob's question there is, what do, what do I do when I'm not at, at the gym? I do stuff. Well, that's a great start, isn't it? Should we, should we go on to the next one? Yeah. All right. So the next one, the next question, that's a great start. The next question is from Mags, who is a regular contributor to the show. Um, he says, do you prefer sparring or patterns? 
And that would do the forms, like Chonji, Dangun, that sort of thing. Which do you prefer, sparring or forms? Probably sparring. Probably sparring, why is that? Because I don't have to remember anything. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, perfect, because you don't have to remember anything. Cool, anything else? Anything that makes you prefer sparring to forms more, or...? Just, just that you don't have to remember things. Yeah. Do you not like remembering things? I'm, I'm awful at it. Hmm. But how do we get better at things, though? Practice. Practice. But you see, you do, you do still practice your forms, don't you? Yeah. You do all right with them. Because see, this is interesting. Because when I was your age, I preferred doing patterns to sparring. You prefer kicking people in the face than doing. <laughs> I was the other way around. That's interesting, isn't it? So you prefer sparring. You love the challenge of sparring, don't you? I remember when you first... Do you remember the first time you started it? Yes. Yeah? What do you remember from that experience? <laughs> I used to just, like, stand still with my guard up. Yeah? Well, you were I... quite young, though, weren't you? Because you, well, you started with me young, so you ended up going into the sparring quite young as well. And the ki- most of the kids were, like, twice your size. Yeah? Yeah, but you like it now. Yes. What's your favourite bit about it? Kicking people. <laughs> Kicking people. It's funny that. I, I can't think where you might get that from. Right, so his next question is, outside of where you train, do you have many friends that are into martial arts? All his friends are into football. Yeah. Is it the same for you? Do you have any friends that are into martial arts as well outside of the club? Well, I have friends that do it, and but not many. I have like three. Yeah, some of you. That, that, that's actually quite a lot for some... Didn't... didn't uh, Eddie do it. Eddie used Noah to come, yeah. And Thomas. Noah, Noah still comes. Yeah. And and these, by the way, these are kids in his school uh, class. So just so you know, um, uh, we're not going to disclose their full name for data protection, but that's okay. <laughs> um, and Thomas used to come as well, yeah. 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 So that's 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 I've been three friends in your in the same class at, at school. In fact, no, because his, uh, his sister used to do it as well, didn't in in, in his yeah. class. So you know, yeah, there's quite a few people from your school that do training, isn't there? Mm-hmm. But most of them are into football, aren't they? Yes, a lot. And what, and what do you like football? No, the people can't see can't see you shake your head. You actually <laughs> no. have to use words on a podcast, dude. No, I don't like football either, which is probably why you don't. Um, not because it's a bad thing as such. It's just because because I don't watch it and then follow it. Then neither do you because it's not you're not exposed to it. It's not to say that I'm against you enjoying football if you want to, but you just don't, do you? I sometimes play it, but I find it harder than other people because of my underdeveloped. Like my yeah, you do not struggle. that underdeveloped, but still. no, I know what you mean. No, you do struggle. They hurt after a while. Yeah, Casey struggles with um, his calf muscles. He has to do special exercises, don't you, to to strengthen them up. Basically, you have to stand on your tiptoes hundreds of times every day. Yeah, which is why which is why you like doing the martial arts as well, isn't it? Because it's it, it helps you with that, and it's a good leveler as well. It, it, martial arts isn't it and that you don't obviously you don't have to run around like in football trying to keep up with everybody else and all that so yeah fully appreciate that right so the next question for the same person he says um do you think you would have wanted to do martial arts even if your dad wasn't into it yeah yeah that good answer yeah good answer so do you think you would have tried to if i didn't do it <coughs> you, what, what why would you have wanted to do it if i didn't do it don't know I just like like doing it. You just like doing it. But you don't think that's because you've always done it? Mm, no. You just like it. So you think you yeah. would have probably found somewhere to do it? Yeah. Mm. And do you think you would have done the same thing or something different? Well, I probably wouldn't be as good as it because like, I get training outside of normal training times mm. with you. Yeah. And I'm just good as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<coughs> right, so the next question comes in from John, who I've... Uh, I mean, I'm going to try and get this... Shua, I think that's how you say his name. He's got Chinese name. And I think I was the only person that's ever said it right, and I think that's how you say it right. Um, and he, this guy's actually a really um, a good stunt person and an actor. So you're getting questions from famous people here as well. He's big, he's really big, big and strong. I'll show you a picture sometime of him. Very nice though, very clever, and he plays, and I'll tell you what else he does, he plays musical instruments like you do as well. Yeah? So, I will say John for the purposes of the recording so I don't get his name wrong too many times. Um, he says, do you think you might want to do competitions? Yeah. Yes, you've, we've talked about this, haven't you? And yeah. you, you quite like the idea of competing. And we've got some other students that are going to start soon as well, so you could go with them. Do you think, what do you think you'd like to compete in though, though? sparring or forms? Probably sparring because like the the pressure, I would just forget it. Yeah, you think you'd forget. See, I was I was always better at. This is interesting. This you see, you find out all these new things. I was always better at um, forms at competition. I didn't. I didn't. Feel, I don't. I don't feel any pressure with with performing forms at all. So that's that's interesting. Well, I think it is anyway. Even if you don't sit in silence. Um, next question is: If you could practice another style. What would it be and why? Ooh, do you know much about other styles of martial arts? What do you mean, like? Other types of martial arts training. If you weren't training with me doing this, is it, would there be another type that you would like to do? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Because you've always been around... <laughs> yeah. Me, you've always seen this. There's this styles like judo, where you do throwing, and jiu-jitsu, where you're on the floor and it's more grappling and um, things like that. You think you'd like to try something new at some point? I'd like you to try something new as well, training with other people besides me at some point. I mean, you're only 10. There's a rush. Um, the next question is, would, he says, do you want to get into movies like your dad? Yeah. Yeah? And what, 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 why? Because I've done it or because you like the look of it? Because I like movies. Because you like movies. <laughs> you like to do the same sort of thing, doing martial arts and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then his last question is, who do you aspire to be like? Dad. Me? No, you don't have to say trust me, because that's for martial arts, but anybody else, because you're into other things as well, aren't you? So anybody else that, when we say aspire, it's like that you want to be like. Is there anybody else that you want to be like? He's looking up at the ceiling right now, thinking, while spinning in his chair, sit still, dude. Oh. No? No. You can come back to it if you want. I'll think. You'll think about it. But you've already said me, which is really cool. I like that answer, so I might just take that one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the next question comes from Ant. Now, Ant McGinley, who is a super, super, super well-established podcast person. He's like a real pro at this. Not like me. I'm like a practicing pro. He's a proper, proper pro at podcasting. Um, and YouTube and stuff like that. So you, you're, inter you're interested in YouTube, aren't you? Yeah, I've got like three videos. You've got a channel. YouTube. You've actually got a channel though, haven't you? You're a YouTuber. CIJTV, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So if you want to go and check that out, guys, CIJ... C I can't say it. CIJTV is you and your sister. A little bit of fun we did. Little, did some little testers, some um, unboxings and things, didn't yeah. we? But what... Well, actually, I'll come, I'll come back to this in a bit because it's relevant. But Ant's question is, um, what's the toughest thing about being a 10-year-old? Um, well, for me, it's probably dealing with the people who call me, like, a nerd because I like Minecraft. So, that's the, that's the most difficult thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because kids, that's the funny thing about kids, though, isn't it? They they tend to say things when they're in groups with other people, don't they? But they don't actually think it when they're on their own. Yeah, but how? So how do you deal with that when that happens? Ignore them. Ignore Just them. Walk away. Yeah, best way, isn't it? You ever tempted to give them a thump in the face? Quite often. <laughs> yeah, but you don't, do you? No. You don't. But do you feel that if you needed to, you could? Yeah. Well, that's good because that's that's how that's that's what I I I want you to feel like that that you're able to do that if you need to, but also you understand that it's not always appropriate to do yeah. that sort of thing as as much as you want to. And do you know what, dude? That doesn't change even when you're a grown up. People still call people names, and you still really want to thump them in the face. Never goes away. It, it, it's just the circumstances change a little bit. Um, so, yeah, I, I would probably agree with you on that one as well, because I was 10 once, so I'm allowed to have an opinion. Um, toughest thing about being a 10-year-old is it is probably the kids being mean. Yeah, But sometimes what you have to remember as well, the kids being mean, is that they're doing it because they're, they're maybe having other people being mean to them, and it just helps them to deal with it you know they might have stuff going on that you know is not very nice and it it's just a way of them dealing with their anger and what you know and, and, and need to say things so but you're you're always you're pretty diplomatic aren't you you're good at dealing with those sort of things right the next question comes in from sue who is uh, an organizer she she's like a co-organizer of a, a big martial arts festival film festival that i might go to one day if i'm invited if you ask me nicely i might go <laughs> um, no, that sounded a bit presumptuous not I might go if they ask me to go of course I'll go I just meant that I don't want to assume I should be a, anyway I'm digging a big hole now I'm going to shush um, so Sue asks um, what first inspired you to do martial arts I don't know whether you were inspired or not were you because I don't think you had much of a choice <laughs> you just put me in a kit one day when yeah. I was really little do you remember the first time it? do you remember the first time when you wore some kit yeah, there's a picture downstairs. Right? Yeah, you were a tiny baby, weren't you? Yeah. I don't, th- I don't suppose you'd actually remember wearing it because you could barely stand up. <laughs> but yeah, you got your first kit and you started out with me and Little Dragons a lot younger. We take uh, kids from four. I was but, like three. Yeah, you were three. But because because you were here all the time anyway, or, or around the classes all the time, it, it made sense for you to just join in, didn't it? Because you were already here. In fact, I got some videos of you on my Facebook of you as a little baby doing your blocking sets. Like, that was in, like, the other gym, like, the old one. Mm-hmm. Just to explain while I take a drink. Um, got a bad cough, so I don't want to cough at people. Um, yeah, we, uh, obviously, as with full-time school learners, we do tend to we move around. We've been in this building room now for about five years, but previously, the building room for the ten years before that. Like a little shed, wasn't it? Yeah. And that's where you first started doing your training, in that little building. It's still there. It's never been used again, has it? It's no. just sat there empty. And we do walk past it sometimes. Um, so I suppose you 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 weren't really inspired to do martial arts. You were just sort of born into it, weren't you? Yeah. You just kind of do it. You did it because you were around here. But Family nobody, team. you weren't you weren't forced to do it, though, were you? No. Because your sister doesn't do it, does she? No, she used to do it. She did used to do it. But now she's doing gymnastics twenty four seven. She's doing 50, fifteen hours a week. She's doing gymnastics. And yeah. Then there's the extra classes. A proper ninja. And but it complements the um, martial arts, though, doesn't it? So if she wanted to come back and do it again. Yeah. You know, the two have you do gymnastics as well, don't you? Yeah. An hour a week. Yeah. But you still do it, which is cool. Um now this next question comes from Tom, who's a really, really famous um, martial arts instructor and somebody that um helps or used to help other instructors to um get better at doing what they do in America. This is somebody from America that's sent you this question. His question is 
What is bullying? What, what, in your words, what do you feel bullying is? It's quite an important one, this one. So, you know, don't, mm. you don't have to think about it too much. But when you think of the word bullying, what, what comes into your head? Like, well, there's, like, physical bullying and, yeah. like, verbal bullying. Yeah. Go on, you describe those, then. Like, physical is more like somebody hitting you and stuff. But, like, if, like, somebody hits you, you can't just call them, oh, you're bullying me. Mm. Um, like, a bully is somebody who's constantly doing something mean to you. It's not just, like, like oh, okay. one-off. Okay, that's interesting. So, you mean, so, like, sometimes people just get a bit angry and lash out because <laughs> they're angry, not so much because they're bullying. Yeah. So you, So, you would say... Do you feel that for it to be bullying, it's it has to be sort of consistent, yeah, and, and consistent and carrying, you know, over a, a longer period, yeah, yeah. Um, <coughs> what would your advice to be some be to somebody if they were having that happen? What would you say? You well, can be honest as well. You don't have to say what you think. Well, if you, you just say. walk away, it just eventually just gets better because, like, they only bully you really because. Like, they want to get something out of you. Like, if you don't show a reaction, then they won't carry on. Yeah. And, and That's what, what happened to me. What if it's physical? If it's physical, just, like... Like, you can defend yourself, but don't, like, like hurt them back, because then it will just get worse and worse and worse, and then you'll both get in trouble. Yeah. So if... if so if you... If somebody was hitting you... What would you feel you could do back? Well, well, you could, like, block the hit, I guess, and then just, like, walk away. You could. It's a very and diplomatic then, approach. Like, it, if you were at school, you could just go tell the teacher or something, or okay. your parents. Would you feel confident enough, if you needed to, to hit them back as well, though? Yeah. Yeah? Because that is an option. That's It's proportionate, is what we call that. So, if somebody's hitting you, it's okay to hit them back. Yeah, it's if you go up and start hitting them first. That, that's when that's, it's yeah. yeah. It's defend. You have the right to defend yourself, and direct proportion to the threat. So that means if somebody's, if somebody, even if if somebody says I'm going to hit you, and you hit them first, you that's okay. Worry. It's called a preemptive strike. Do you understand? Yeah. Like, if you think the threat's genuine, you're allowed to hit them first before they hit you. You wouldn't stand in the road and wait for a bus to hit you, would you? If you know you stood in the bus lane, a bus is going to come, isn't it? You wouldn't stand there on purpose and wait for it. So, you know, if you know yeah. a bus is going to come, you're going to be out of the way, aren't you? You're not yeah. going to stand in the bus lane. So if somebody says they're going to hit you, you have to work on the assumption of, well, they mean it. And if it looks like they mean it, then you're, it's okay to defend yourself. Yeah? yeah? Just don't go looking for the trouble. We don't want that, do we? No. Right, the next question comes from Dan, who is a martial arts instructor like me. Dan Holloway is called. Um, this is a little bit similar to the one we've already had, but I'll ask it anyway. It says, who are your main martial arts influences and why? What did it influence and in Influences. Okay, so something that makes you want to do something. So I think the, the obvious one, well, you say, what, what, your, what was your martial arts influence? You. Me. Is there anything else? Um, because there's things you watch as well, isn't there? Or used to watch as well. Well, like... Things on TV, like Jackie Chan or something. Well, no, you've not. You don't really. Well, I suppose you've well, watched I've, a few I've of them. Watched a few of them. Yeah. You have, yes, you have. Um, and, and you've got a lot to catch up on, haven't you? Looking at all that stuff on that wall. When you're old enough. Oh my God. Um, yeah, when you're old enough. Um, but no, you used to watch Lego Ninjago a lot, didn't you? Yeah. And stuff like that. You you quite like that. 
You weren't a Kung Fu Panda film. I tried that with you, but I, you went... I watched it, like, once yeah. or twice. You, you weren't really that bothered about no. it, though, were you? I'm not either, to be honest. But You definitely liked your uh, Ninjago, Lego Ninjago. Yeah. Quite a lot at one point, actually. Hmm. Excuse me while I take another drink. Right, this next question, or this series of questions, comes in from a guy called Matt Chapman, who who, who comes on, on the podcast every week to talk about business business stuff. Now, you know we've been doing some videoing downstairs in the gym? Yeah. He's the person that helped me get started with that, on the online videos. So he, that's why... That, I, I, I was going to mention this earlier on, and I said I'll mention it later because it's relevant. It's relevant now, because at the minute, we're, we're recording... A, uh, a course, aren't we, on, on yeah. kicking drills for kids. Uh, how's that going? Decent. Do you like it? You're enjoying it? Yeah. Do you think the drills are good? Yes. Do you think instructors are like buying it and using them? Yeah. Yeah. You'd be a bit more enthusiastic than <laughs> people might buy it. <laughs> you should buy it just because you're in it. Then you'd be a film, you're like a video star already. <laughs> but no, Matt Chapman's the person that got me started in all of that and showed me how to do it. So you got him to thank for that a little bit. Mm. His first question is, what's it like to have a dad that's a martial arts instructor? Mm. Well, good. Yeah? Cause... Let's, uh, let, let's imagine I worked in an office or something or and you know, delivery driver or something. Bec- is, it, what's, it, is it different? It's good because like, I like martial arts and then like I can do it with you. And, yeah. Like, like I can... St- I can be with you while you're working and things. I suppose the only things you'd prefer is if I was a YouTuber. Yeah. Or a Minecraft developer. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. And I'm not either of those. Well, I'm nearly a YouTuber, but I'm definitely not a Minecraft developer. <laughs> definitely. So a martial arts instructor is a good third place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you want to be a martial arts instructor? Yeah. Yeah. You already do, don't you, a little bit? You instruct, well, you're not an instructor, but you, you assist, don't you? Yeah. What do you like most about assisting? Uh... Well, I don't like telling people what to do because, like, um, I'm awful at it. <laughs> You're awful at telling people what to do? Yeah, I'm awfully shy. Yeah, I get what you mean. I wasn't very quiet. Confident. Well, put it this way. I didn't start doing what you're doing, assisting in classes, until I was a grown-up. So you've got a head start on me in that respect. Yay. <laughs> Yay, he says. Um, so you think you might want to be an instructor one day? Yes. You think you might want to take over running the classes here one day? So that I can sit in the office and drink coffee instead? <laughs> Well, I guess, yeah. Yeah? I'll pay you well for it. <laughs> but no, really, do you think you might want to have a school like this one day? Yeah. You won't have to change much because it's the same initials. Still oh, yeah. be CJ MAA, but same one. Yeah, because Chris Jones and Casey Jones. There you go, see, I, was, I had a game plan. I had a game plan right from the start, dude. You see, good, good forward planning, that. Good forward planning. Um, do you think martial arts helps you to be more confident and be able to cope with peer pressures? Do you know what peer pressures are? Like... People ask you to do yeah. stuff you don't want to do at school or when you're out with your friends. Go on, go on we should do this. Yeah. I'm going to do this, you should do it as well. Yeah, because like sometimes like my friends will go, like, um, like let's say like we were going like outside <laughs> on the playground and yeah. then like sometimes like every now and again one of the kids will, one of my friends will go in a tree and say, Come and join me, it's fun. Yeah. Um, like, no, because it's against the walls and yeah. like, stuff like that. So you think it's helped you to be a little bit more confident yeah. to, to cope with that, yeah? A bit more confident in yourself. I think a lot of the stuff for this martial arts as well is it builds your confidence in ways that you don't always notice. You know, because you, so, you're around it a lot. 
you, you don't you don't notice what you're picking up on so you and because you've always done it since you were little i don't think you know any difference but it would be interesting to see what you'd be like if you weren't doing this i don't think you'd be as confident i don't think anyway <coughs> to get up in front of people and do things yeah because you've done that a bit haven't you You've you've actually done some pretty cool stuff. What was one of the cool achievements that you did with your dance school? Do you remember when you that you of course you remember? I don't want to say it for you. What really cool thing did you do at the dance show a couple of years ago on stage? When you uh, did your tap tap routine, dressed as oh uh, Darth Vader. So you've you've been a tap dancing Darth Vader. Yeah. How many people can actually say that? Very, very few people would be confident enough to get in. And when I say it at a dance show, it was at a proper big international theatre, wasn't it? Yeah, big... the um, Royal Hall in Harrogate. Yeah, so not like a little church hall or something. It was a big, big thing with proper cameras there. Yeah. And you did a dance routine as a tap dance in Darth Vader. There's not many people would be confident enough to do that. With my friends as stormtroopers. Your friends were stormtroopers, yes. There is photos to prove it on Facebook too. So, <laughs> uh, And Matt's last question is, what's your favourite martial arts movie? Uh, do you have one? I've not really seen many. You're not, have you? Because you've got a good dad that doesn't let you watch them yet. So you're not old <laughs> enough. Well, I've seen a few Jackie Chan movies. The ones that are appropriate. Do you remember what they were called? No. Do you remember what they were about? Wasn't there one where um, there was like a like an art a stolen artifact and like he took it back to wherever he went? And that's the plot for nearly all the Jack Chan's films. Is it? He always has to take stolen artifacts back. Yeah, that could be one of be one of about five. I can't remember. Oh, was it the Forbidden Kingdom? Yeah, maybe. Where the boy get, boy learns martial arts. Was it that one? It was the the medallion. It was one where, like, there was one in. Oh, I can't remember. I'm sorry, I do because that is <laughs> the plot point for about five different Jackie Chan films: stolen artifacts. <laughs> but anyway, we'll say uh, you will say that you like Jackie Chan films, and you're ne- you're nearly old enough to start watching some of the others as well now. Yeah. Which I'm quite jealous of because you get to watch them all for the first time. Then next question comes from my... Now, I've known this this person for a very, very long time, um, since when I was pretty much a kid. A bit older, but very young anyway. A guy called Mike Leader, who is a film producer and casting director, does martial arts as well, um, and is involved with big films. Well, big films, proper films. And he got me. Do you remember when I went and worked in China? No. <laughs> well, you're, well you're actually no that's a silly question no because you weren't born but you've seen the pictures haven't you that, with the that... vampire teeth in and the... oh yeah 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 because he got he got me that job on that film oh. yeah so um it's quite a long question this so it's, it's in sections and he says what does martial arts mean to you is it fun a hobby your dad's work or a way of life all of them oh good answer so you think it's all of it so it's a fun hobby it's my dad's work of course it is and it's a way of life. Yeah? Yeah, I do it almost every day in the holidays. Yeah? Yeah? You, you're here most days as well in the week, aren't you? Yeah. You don't always train every day, because you've got homework and stuff to do as well. Wednesday, Thursday, yeah. Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Um, what, Tuesday. And uh, it says, what makes you do martial arts? But I think we've kind of covered that one, haven't we? In that you do it because you've always done it. Yeah. Yeah? 
I was. It was my destiny. <laughs> it was your destiny. I like it. Um, he says here now a lot of serious martial artists will. Dis- he said serious in quotes. Uh, will dismiss movies and TV shows as good influences on people for training. You're you're a youngster. Do you sometimes see your dad do a punch or a kick and go, "Oh, that's boring." Then see it in a film and go, oh, actually, that's really cool. Do you ever see that? Not really, because I don't. <laughs> I've seen, like, one or two Jackie Tan Yeah, Yeah, so you've not seen like, that. Yeah, so you've not really and, been like, I've it. seen, like, Lego Ninjaro, but that's, like, a literal Lego figures moving. Yeah. See, that, that's one that you might come upon when you're a bit older, when we start watching more of them. Yeah. Yeah? There's a good question. That's one for us to come back to a little bit there. But I like that you said that... You know, you feel it, it is a fun hobby, it is my work, and it is a way of life. So it's all of them, isn't it? A bit of a mix yeah. of everything. Cool. All right, so this next question comes from Zara, who's a famous martial artist and an actress. She's a school owner as well. She runs a big school in Nottingham, near Nottingham. Um, and she's a nice person as well. And she said, oh, not that the other people that have been on so far aren't nice people. <laughs> Just throw that out there quickly. Um, but she says, what's your... what's Start again. What's your favourite class your dad teaches and why? Ooh. What's the favourite bit of class, if not a favourite class? It's actually biting his thumb now to think about it. Mm, I like it when we do nunchucks. Do you like weapons? Yeah. Okay. I didn't do the weapons class because I was ill on that day. You were. You've done it before though, haven't you? Yeah, I've done nunchucks before. Maybe I have to do it again more. Yeah. Oh, excuse me, you're on him. So you like weapons? Is there anything yeah. else you like doing? <coughs> sparring. Yeah, you've said that, haven't you? You like sparring. You like sparring. Do you like doing the kick work on the pads? I like like doing fancy kicks, like yeah. spin back kicks. and. Like... You find them a bit difficult sometimes, don't you? But you like to stick at it and yeah. keep going. Yeah. Cool, I like that. Good answer. Uh, Craig asks, and Craig's a, a professional stuntman. They're very, very stretchy. Um... Very stretchy, in fact. Stretch, more than stretchy than Imini? More stretchy than Imini, if that's okay, impossible. Okay, that's very stretchy. That's my daughter, by the way, and she is stretchy. No, he is, he, he is pretty much an elastic band. Wow. That's how stretchy he is, yeah. Um, now that we've talked about his stretchiness, let's get to his question. Um, it says, do you feel like you don't have to try as hard because I'm your instructor, or does it motivate you to train harder? Well, a bit of both. Really? Like... In some situations, um, like, I can be like, oh, um, I don't need to try as hard as this because um, if, like, if I get it wrong, then we can always practice it after the class or something. But sometimes, like, because it will be, like, something that requires other people, I'll be like, oh, I really have to do this because, like, I can't practice this with Dad and stuff. Yeah. Do you need other people to practice with? Yeah. Like, we could practice sparring, but it wouldn't be the same, would it? Yeah. Be better with somebody your own age and height and grade? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. So it's a little bit of both, you say? Yeah. That was a good answer. Diplomatic, but I like that. And the next question comes from Lee, who's another famous martial artist and actor. Again, all the famous people asking (laughs) the questions this week, dude. You're bringing them all out. Um, He says, what does it mean for you to be training under your dad? What does it mean? This is probably a hard one for you to answer, actually. It's a hard one, isn't it? Yeah. It's because it's, it's, it's all you know, isn't it? You don't know any different. Yeah. How do you feel it would be different if, if it was somebody else? Like when you're training with Corey, for example. 
It was one of our instructors, by the way. How is it different when you're training with Corey and to me? Well, it's different because, like, Corey's not related to me and you are. Well, yes. <laughs> Does it feel any different, though? Yeah, and no, because... <laughs> yes, yes been, and no. Because I've been training, like, Cor- like Corey's been doing, like been helping out with classes since I was really, 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 really little. Yeah. And, well, I've been training with him for a very long time, yeah. so. Yeah. So it doesn't really feel it, any different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I get what you're saying. All right, so we'll get on to the last question. It's a bit more pressuring. What is, what's a bit more pressuring? Being with Corey. Is it? Why? Yeah. Because, like, I don't know, I can't really explain it. It just feels like, like... if you try harder. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. All right. The next question comes from Brad. Who? He. You know the system that we use downstairs, Martialytics, when we sign in every class. Yeah. He's the person that does that. Yeah. How cool is that? Got a bit, so you're getting a bit of a mix. He said, and this is why he's, his questions themed around that. He says, "How does he think technology can be- benefit the martial arts as an industry?" What things do you think a technology could do to help martial arts more that we don't already use it for? It could help people like learn like the techniques and stuff. In what way? What what could you? What, how could we use it? Like we have like a video thing. Yeah. Like a thing that you can buy, which yeah. tells you like how to do patterns. So the online training. People. Yeah. 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 What, what? How do you think that might change in the future? What What things do you think might be? You might be able to do more of. Well, in the very, very far future, um, you we like in a very, 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 very long time. Okay. Well, there'll there'll probably be eventually like robots that you could train with. It's like robot instructors. Yeah. Right. Well, no, it's 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 perfectly plausible because they're already developing artificial intelligence now, aren't they? Like you know, like maybe the, Google and stuff and the backflipping robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that video. But yeah, maybe maybe one day you could have a virtual coach instead of a a real coach. We could have a real coach, and then like he could go off and do something, and like he can be watching as you train with. Like, let's say you could be like in like a class where there wasn't even numbers. Yeah. And like you did sparring, or you could get like you could. Like a hologram. Yeah. The, which or a robot. Spar. Like a sparring partner that's a, like an like am- a, a android padded. sparring partner. <laughs> yeah. Possibly. That's a, it's not a, not, a, not a silly suggestion, actually, <laughs> because it would be good in that sort of situation. A, 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 a robot that's trained in all the techniques and can be programmed to work at the different levels. Like you can set its grade and set its Yeah, you can set its grade and you can say, um, you know, blue belt level. So yeah. that it, it moves and its techniques are about as good as somebody around that grade. So yeah. that it's not too hard and it's not too easy. Yeah. Hey, somebody's listening to this, they might think I'm going to make one of those. What you could we call it? Money. What could you call it? M- Robo fighter. <laughs> Martial android. Um. Martial bot. <laughs> Martial bot. <laughs> Better than botty arts. <laughs> that won't work, will it? No. No. 
Cool. All right, well, that actually brings us to the end of our questions. So thank you very much. Have you, have you got anything that you would like to add or you would like to say? No? Mm. Yeah, have anything. Wear your seatbelts. <laughs> Wear your seatbelts. <laughs> Some safety tips from Casey there. Wear your seatbelts. Thank you very much for that. That's, I'm sure... I'm sure all those people that weren't wearing their seatbelts are now be going, oh, I should wear my seatbelts. Yeah? yeah? Well, the YouTuber that I watch always says wear your seatbelts at Does the it? end of his videos. Well, well, that's probably why he's a successful YouTuber then, eh? Um, so we're, we're back to school next week, aren't we, dude? No. Are you looking forward to that? Not at all. Why not? I hate school. <laughs> no, you don't hate school. I think that's a bit, a bit extreme. You don't hate school. You're doing well at school, aren't you? I th- guess. You guess? What do you mean you guess? Well, you can't go around saying to people, well, I'm amazing at this. Well, no, of course you don't do that, but <laughs> your teachers say you're doing well at school, and you feel you're doing well at school. That's yeah, the most I important guess. thing, as long as you're not big-headed about it. You work hard at it, don't you? Yes. Right, so, um, we're going to get off now, because I know that you're desperate to go and play a computer game, aren't you? Undertale! Yes, he's done nothing but go on about playing this for the last however many hours. So, I said we could go and play it if... Yeah, I said you could go and play it after we've done this recording, so that's what we're going to do now. Right, well, thank you, Casey. And if anybody's got any any more questions, can they send them in to us? Yeah. Yeah, and you'll answer them. Would you think you'll come on and do this again one day? Maybe. Maybe? What do you mean, maybe? (laughs) Why wouldn't you want to? Yeah, you'll start demanding payments and stuff, won't you? <laughs> you'll turn into a superstar diva now. Well, thanks, dude. Give us a high five. Awesome. And I will um, catch up with you in a little bit after you've gone and played your game for a bit. Bye. Yeah? All right. Cheers, guys. I'll catch up soon. Brought to you by www.mitmaster.com. Okay, guys. So it's that time of week. Our weekly match chat on video as well as on audio. So if you're listening to this on the podcast, do go check out the YouTube channel. little plug there. Um, so you can watch us visually as well as listening to us. Indeed. All the delights. <laughs> A feast for the eyes, right? <laughs> Sensory overload. <laughs> so uh, what have you been up to then? You're not in a hotel. I can see that. No, no, I'm back home, sadly. Um, yeah, I did, <laughs> I did my... Little hotel break, that was quite nice. And now I'm back uh, doing the usual, so online stuff, teaching people how to set up the online stuff, uh, traveling in the country, doing seminars, just uh, like my kind of standard stuff now. Did you finish your book? No. Ah, did you nearly finish your book? No. Ah. Because every time I write something, it's kind of like, <laughs> oh, I could add that, I could add this, I could add that, and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So at some point, I've got to stop. But, you know... <laughs> Let's see how it goes. I'll get it done soon. Oh, well, I don't know. You know, you had a nice nice break at least, and, you know. I did. It was the first day of, like, a bit of decent sunshine. So it's really, it was good. Good to be out in the sun, chilling out and uh, drinking cool. beer. Cool. So um, what do you want to go through this week? Well, we talk about uh, continual professional development in the martial arts industry. Because Does, um, does that happen? well that's what i was gonna ask (laughs) because uh we kind of spend a lot of time training and leading up to our black belts and get our black belts and maybe stop learning yeah and stop pushing ourselves and um maybe we don't look outside of our own industry for new 
concept and ideas and and all of that. So I I decided that I needed to get up to date with my sort of um, sports science in terms of what I was doing because I came from an old school background, probably like you, lots of bouncy stretches and yeah, holding, yeah. holding a horse stance for a day. Um, so, <laughs> so and I decided that maybe that wasn't the most current, up to date thinking on training. So I went and did a degree in London, uh, in East London on sports science. And I learned loads and that really elevated my ability to teach. And I just had some backing of science behind it. So I kind of wonder if that's common in the martial arts industry and does it need to be encouraged? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it really isn't common. And uh, well, from my perspective, I, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm wrong, maybe it's changed recently, but you know, I, I came from that sort of background of um, not not that I'm saying it's right. Well, no, it is wrong. I suppose it is in today's today's industry. But um, I, I was teaching in the class. Sorry, training in the class. Boom, 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 and then next minute, Chris will teach. Hey, eh? oh. <laughs> okay. okay. Now I'm teaching. Okay. <laughs> that yeah, was, that was my instructor training. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, one minute you're not, and then next minute you are. Yeah, literally, literally, and uh, it was, it, you know, in some ways, it was good. Um, they were incredible. Well, there was a lot of luck involved. That you know, I kind of got to grips with it pretty quick. Yeah, um, and went out of my own way to to do additional learning. Uh, but you know, that could have that could have backfired. <laughs> That could have gone horrific, and I'm sure it does for some people, and has done for some people as well. Just just ramming the next, you know, decent, decent looking student in the front. But yes. obviously, as we all know, you know, you can be the best kicker and puncher and fighter in the world, but it it doesn't make you an instructor. No, and that's <laughs> what I found in my school. At one point, I had a kind of like an instructor training program where I would. Um, it wasn't really like an official instructor training program. We just used to chuck people out in front of the class, right? And it was fight, flight, or freeze, really. <laughs> like people would be like, ah. and some yeah. people would freeze and that would traumatize them and they never want to do it again. And some would like look like they wanted to run, which obviously didn't make a good experience for people there. So, yeah, I think there needs to be a bit more of a structured learning <clears throat> process in martial arts in general, especially if you want to be an instructor. So you yep. probably want to look at, you know, studying anatomy, physiology, studying how to stretch correctly, how the body uh, works, fitness and all the various elements of fitness, um, communication, bullying, uh, nutrition at a high level, because all of these things are kind of what's really important nowadays. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's a big old area, isn't it, to get your education up? Yeah, it is. And the, I think the problem with it is, is it's because it's, completely self-regulated industry it's yeah it's kind of it's left up to the individuals isn't it to decide how much time they want to put into it and um you know i've been i've been making a lot of time recently to you know uh, learn a little bit more about um things like you've just been saying and and it is it is important and it's a shame that maybe there's an idea for somebody out there now that's listening or watching you know it'd be good to have sort of a central hub for, for people to go to and maybe maybe a website with a you know not a a, a requirement so to speak but more yeah you know, have you considered this 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 and this and you yes. know maybe 
maybe maybe an online course you know <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> you, yeah and you know and once you get to the end of it it, it prints you out a little piece of paper you can because you know instructors love certificates oh um, we do, don't we yeah and, and you know i've completed this course in you know instructor competency or whatever and you know yeah, whack it on the well, wall you know we're joking about it but it might not be a bad idea because there are some um shocking levels out there you know of, of of what people know and what they believe maybe they're they're thinking about stretching for example is yeah. 25 years out of date and they, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so i think there's definite need for a higher level of sort of um educational training for martial arts instructors but like you say it's totally unregulated and probably that most people are too busy kicking and punching each other they don't want to learn this type of stuff but in my opinion, it makes you a better instructor, makes you more competent and makes you more able to teach different types of people and just improves your levels like mm. so many times. So I think it's definitely worth investigating. Yeah, I think yeah. as well that the, the the people that we're working with, so the clients we're working with, the parents we're working with now are, are a lot more savvy as to the ins and outs of, of, of sort of the wider spectrum of regulations and stuff, you know, um, in the old like 10 years ago you know parents would sit in reception and they'd have a good moan about stuff but you know yeah like i'll give you an i'll give you an example um last week we over our half term period in our holidays we we alter our timetable slightly um one because it's a good excuse for us to get all the kids training together across all the grades yeah and two because of the area that we're in the majority of our students clear off to like the south of france and you know, their second house in Spain. <laughs> yeah, so the class sizes just just disappear. Yeah. Um, and it's always been like that the whole 16 years. So we modify the timetable so that we don't end up with three in the beginners class, three in the intermediate class, two yeah, in yeah. the advanced. We have all the kids in one class together, and it's a really cool atmosphere. Except for last last Monday, we had 22 kids turn up. Wow. Which to some 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 clubs, they go, well, that's nothing. But because the parents here have got used to a big class for us being, say, 12. Yeah. Um, there, there was three parents in reception. I, you know, you heard them going, oh, his, oh, his, his ratios aren't right. There's, there's not enough. <laughs> and I'm like, Wait, what the hell? Uh, hell? <laughs> um, and, and they were going, they were, then they're on the phones. Yes, the NSPCC state that you should have one adult oh. to every eight kids. And I'm like, okay. So, wow. you know. So parents are then, and people are a little bit more up on this sort of thing now, and you know, especially with social media, and they get they get on these you know mums groups as I call them. I shouldn't call them yeah. that really, but and they all start <laughs> com- they all start comparing <laughs> notes and going, oh yeah, my Jimmy does this at his school, and oh no, they do this, and yeah, yeah, that's right. I think it pays to be a little bit now, as it would happen. I already knew the requirements, um, and I knew that they they they, they were they're not sort of requirements; they're more. We suggest like that. that. Yeah, we suggest that. Um, and and look, you know, we were supposed to have. Uh, there was myself, and there was one of our um, senior assistants. He's sixteen. He's been with us since he was tiny, and he and he's he's, he's absolutely fine. Um, we were supposed to have another adult assistant, in, but he was ill. And I, I, one, I didn't know twenty-one kids were going to turn up. No, <laughs> this guy didn't know he was going to be ill until a few hours before class. So yeah. what was I going to do? They were coming in, going, "No, kids." Clear off. Well, you can say to the parents, oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, the ratio's off. Out you go. Yes. <laughs> you're all out. Totally. Goodbye. <laughs> but, yeah, back to the point. I think it, it's I think it's important now that as instructors that we start to realise that, you know, parents are a little bit more savvy as to the rights and the, yeah. the requirements. And, yeah. 
gone are the days where you can just rock up at the church hall and go, insurance? Yeah. No, BBS. <laughs> BBS? Because, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you know, people are starting to... Yes, uh, they are. To, to ask and, you know, and use this sort of stuff against schools. Well, it's uh, part of your duty of care to be as, as well-trained as possible, right? And to... Um, be educated about the various things that you need to because we all give like advice on nutrition to our students yeah. but we're not dietitians and we really no. shouldn't unless we really get you know a high level of training in that sort of area and you want to look at every sort of thing that you do every, throughout the week and make sure you've got the most up-to-date and current yeah. content yeah. on it and that also goes for like business and marketing as well like a lot of instructors are still um doing flyers um once once every six months and expecting a, a flood a flood of people some instructors i know are still doing yellow pages ads well it is it's really thin now remember when the yellow pages used to be like that it's now literally it's like, yellow pages it like is like three. 20 yellow pages and i'm like oh man come on like you need to update your marketing business knowledge and everything that goes with that. And it's a transition between the generations, isn't it? The older generation of martial arts instructors are starting to come to the end of it. And the new generation are coming through and understand social media and all of that. And they're, they're pushing it, but it's just that transition period in 20 years time. No one's going to be doing yellow pages. That's good. Just going to be doing Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, and, and all of that sort of stuff, messenger bots and all the crazy things we've got nowadays messenger box and all that that's something i've never got my head around i, I kind of understand its value just never quite got to grips with it and that's uh, something i should try maybe they're, they're really easy to use and really really good and they just allow you to automate like inquiries that come in and what you do is you kind of build a list of people on messenger and the reason why you want to use a bot um or messenger bots is you can um get a list of subscribers and then send them um messages when you want advertising whatever you want and you get 90 percent open rates wow so it means you know if you've got 100 people on your messenger bot list and you send them a, an advert about your school or about a course you're running or about whatever 90 percent of those people will open that message and look at it which wow. is crazy it is so uh, <coughs> use use many chat because it's a kind of market leader and it's free your first subscribers try it out it's pretty easy to use i will give that a go and see how it goes i'm going to write that down on my little bit of paper in front of me here i think i've used that another, before actually just another like market string to your marketing bow you know you've got your, your core ones but if you add many chat it's just an extra way of finding people reaching people and because people actually still open their messages on messenger you, you can just get in contact with people a lot easier it's really good yeah i find that when that little ping goes off yeah You've got to look. Yeah. You know, As opposed to like an email, which mm. you kind of just go, meh, yeah. and you just leave it in your email box to accumulate, right? We're still uh, still used to open, opening messages and all of that sort of stuff. So Yeah, the, the Facebook message ping is like, ooh. The yeah. email noise is like, oh. Yeah, and that's it's what It's going happens. to be an invoice or uh, it's going to be, it's going to be somebody <laughs> moaning because people yeah. don't moan on Messenger, they moan on email. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be a cycle and eventually Messenger is going to run out and we're not going to bother to open the pings anymore on Messenger and it'll be the next thing. But right, right now, where it's really kind of hot, you want to get on it. Cool, I'm going to do that. Oh, you're right, tired. <laughs> 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 
holidays <laughs> where kids wear me out. Um, yeah, so, um, I noticed on uh, social media you've got a super seminar coming up very soon. I see. Yeah, uh, in London. Well, actually, Stansted, but close enough to London. Yeah, yeah. I, it's, it's London, and it? it's within the M25. Um, yeah, I like doing this uh, seminar once a year, where I just invite people from around the UK, and I get people come from Europe as well, uh, and occasionally America to come and train with me over two days. And this year, I thought I'd make it a bit different. I'd add in a few extra instructors. So I've got um, like the godfather of JKD, Bob Breen, coming to teach. i got Phil Norman, the founder of Ghost, and a load of other stuff coming to teach. I've got David Breed, who's a, a trainer of world cha- numerous world champions, going to teach, and myself. And we do like like three hours each over the weekend, and it's good. It's a good seminar. Are there still places? Uh, there's six places left. Oh, there you go, guys. So you might get one if you want one. Six places left. 54 sold, six left. Wow. Yeah. Don't miss out, guys. Don't miss out. If you want one of those last six, get in touch. Cool. Yeah. So uh, apart from apart from your workshop, what else have you got? Anything going on you want to share? Or um, I'm looking forward to Gordon's next event. He's doing oh. this um, Forgot about that. mastermind thing. Are you going to that? I, I Probably. <laughs> <laughs> i've got that much going on at the minute i'm like what am i doing this what am i doing today oh right okay <laughs> you look like you need a good couple of hours kip dude <laughs> well, you know I'm, I'm i'm being i'm being uh I'm, be, I'm just keeping busy i mean we did i did the recording this morning with my son for this actual this podcast so it's yeah. like kind of a little bit back to front when you listen to this you'll have already heard the bit that i'm talking about now um, so I did that this morning. We've been doing all the filming for the. Um, in fact, all the camera gear is still all stacked up over there. I'm not oh, right. wait yet, and the lights and everything, because we've been doing all the filming for my next course for the online kicking for the uh, kids is content. That, is that the kids drills one, yeah. Yeah, that's going really well, and my son's getting involved with that, and he's enjoying that. So I've broken my camera now. <laughs> you might have, you might have to just oh no there he goes back up yeah so I'm doing that and then of course on top of that I've got all the regular classes and the filming stuff as well so <laughs> so you you need a break was it the bank holiday that killed it for you was it or just yeah yeah time? because I actually I was still a little bit ill and um and we went swimming and uh, the dome in Doncaster which is great yeah. so you don't do much swimming you sort of like bob around in lukewarm water yeah um, filled with other people's pee yeah. <laughs> that's so, why, that's <laughs> why I'm feeling crap. That's why I'm still up. Um, yeah. No, no, it's all good. It was nice. It was a relax in the sense that it was a switch off for four days from from work. Yes. Yeah. Although I did actually, <laughs> I did actually sit and write a, uh, a an email, a mail shot out to my online course on yeah. the Saturday. That's, but, that's, you know, that's the thing you can do, though, isn't it? With that type of business, you could just, you know, any twenty minutes you got three in a in a coffee shop somewhere you can just bang out an email and, and see well, how it, goes. It, it was in that 40 minute window you'll know this you know when you hire the hotel room and the kids are asleep at that end of the room in their beds yeah and and you you have that period where you've got to be you can't move or breathe <laughs> yeah you can't and they've just got to give them time to sleep so yeah it was in that little window where we had to get them to sleep I just sat and did an email it's great there you go leveraging yes. my time <laughs> oh that's what you're doing it's exactly it it's a uh, that's the whole thing with the online stuff. You can do it anywhere at any time. You can do it in the bath. You can do it when you're in the hotel room. You can do it when you're traveling. You can do it when you're sat in a coffee shop. It's totally flexible, which is why I, I really like it. Because I I'm, I don't really like rules and having to be at places at certain time does my head. I just like the flexibility to do what I like when I like. 
as most people do, right? Yeah, totally, totally. Cool. Right. Well, um, thanks as always for catch up in the advice, and we will speak. Hopefully, if, if this is on me. If not, well, hopefully, this same <laughs> well, in case you die. <laughs> well, no, in case I just forget or um, get ill or take too much on. on, a, on, a, on a I'll bubble. speak to you next week. Yeah, get right. get better. Accountability there. I love it. Yeah, cool. You're listening to Kick Back with Chris, the martial arts podcast, brought to you by www.onlinekicking.co.uk. So a big thanks to Matt, as always, for his time and input in the uh, the weekly match chat. And as you will have heard on there, and as I'm guessing some of you, well, I actually know because I can check the stats, but I know some of you have been on there and checked out um, the YouTube version. It was it was just a case of, you know, the the equipment was all set up. It was uh, simply a case of turning on the webcam on my monitor and, and the same for Matt and, and recording it to video because I, I know that some people are um, a, a little bit more keener on the, the video side of things than just the pure audio. So I thought, you know, for no extra work, uh, for well, very little extra work, should I say, you know, we could have the YouTube channel going as well. So if you want to see those, if you look us up on YouTube, if you if you search for Kickback with Chris, Martial Arts Podcast, or if you search for uh, Matt Chat, and it should come up. Um, obviously, maybe Matt Chat's a bit generic, but anyway, you'll have to go and search for it. I'm pretty new to the whole YouTube thing, so I'm not entirely sure what the best thing to do to search for it, but if you go into our Kickback with Chris Martial Arts Podcast Facebook group, there's direct links posted in there anyway, so you should be able to get it through there. Right, so um, on to the next episode. We are going to be at the UK Martial Arts Show, as I know many of you guys are as well. Um, as I've mentioned in previous episodes, I've spoken to the organisers already and they are completely cool with me setting up a little area to do some recording. So that is the plan. So um, if you're there and I pester you for a little bit of time for a recording, I would really appreciate it because I'd really like to do um, a quick turnaround on the edit. So, you know, uh, if we're there... Um, depending on, well, definitely for the Sunday evening anyway. So, you know, if we if we record something Saturday, it'll go out on the Sunday. Or, you know, if we record on the Sunday, it may even still go out on the Sunday as well, maybe on the Monday. So I want a really quick turnaround on those ones. Um, just to really, you know, um, uh, make the most of the, the buzz around the weekend. So, you know, if you're there at the weekend and you want to have anything to promote, anything you want to talk about, discuss, get off your chest, you know, just have a chat, a random chat, just a nice chat. Um, then make sure to stop me, and we'll we'll go. Uh, there's a room that we can use uh, to do the recordings in. Um, I'll have all the kit with me, so you don't need to worry about bringing anything like that. You just need to bring the chat, I suppose, and uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll get you involved with the podcast and and talk about anything that, is, that you're wanting to talk about. Um, so I'm going to head off now, and um, I'm actually going to finish up this edit and a few of the things I've got going on I have at the moment. As I mentioned in the interview with Matt a minute ago, I'm currently. Uh, about two-thirds of the way through recording with my son for our new syllabus section for the online kicking course. Uh, it's just for kids, uh, so it's kids' content. Um, obviously, for adults and parents to uh, teach and train with their kids. So uh, be sure to check that one out when it releases. Obviously, every sale of that goes towards supporting the podcast, so I always really appreciate that. Um, as always, do keep your contacts coming, your emails, all that sort of thing. We really appreciate it. Uh, have a good rest of your week, whatever you're doing, and I will speak to you very soon. Enjoy our podcast. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Kickback with Chris on iTunes today.